brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Rocks Pile Podcast, part of Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Kevin Henry and Noah Yingling. Welcome into the Rocks Pile Rockies Report. I am Noah Yingling, one of the co-experts of Rocks Pile. And once again, I am joined by my friend and fellow co-expert, Kevin Henry. Kevin, how are you? No, I'm doing well. Uh, we have a World Series matchup to talk about, my friend. That we do. Astros and Braves, which the Braves defeated the Dodgers last night as we were recording this on Sunday night. And as we were talking about just before we started recording, the Dodgers losing, hate to see it. You just absolutely hate to see it. You know, I I think that if we could have spelled out how this postseason was going to go, the the Giants losing and the Dodgers losing and neither one advancing to the World Series, I don't think that breaks anybody's heart who's a Rockies fan. No. So, you know, I, I think that, and, and I know we're going to talk about this, but I think that the national league representative being the, being the Braves is very interesting. There's always some Rockies ties that we're going to talk about, but I also know that there's going to be a lot of things discussed behind the scenes and in front of the scenes as well, regarding Atlanta being in the world series, well, especially and, this year. Yeah. And like you said, we'll talk about that here shortly, but Before we talk about the World Series, looking at the playoffs, I do have to say, I mentioned it, I believe it was on our last podcast, because it's been a while since we've done one, about Milwaukee. And frankly, they are not the only team that does it. And what I said was how they were not going to go with Corbin Burns on three days rest to start. Well, he, he needs his regular rest. Okay, you deserve to lose. Bye. What did they do? They lost. Hate to see it. Um, and the thing is, I think that was part of the Dodgers' downfall. It's part of the Rays' downfall. And there's a lot of teams that frankly do it, where they overthink things. Oh, let's have a bullpen game and... Let's have Colin McHugh go out for two innings and he has four strikeouts and he's only thrown 18 pitches. He can throw 50 for us, but we're going to go to Shane McClanahan. And what does Shane McClanahan do? The Rays lost. 
Mm-hmm. And it was because of Shane McClanahan. Now, granted, they had some injuries, but when you are managing a postseason game like a regular season game, you're going to lose. There's a reason why the Brewers have been to one, I repeat, one World Series, and there are over 50 plus year history. You want to know why the Tampa Bay Rays haven't won? Even though they have been a great regular season team, and you have to give them kudos for that. You have to give them kudos for being able to be competitive with that small of a salary for the team. But they don't win in the postseason. Why? They manage like the regular season. Oh, well, we'll have this bullpen game. No. Uh, what's the, the chance of three or four guys failing in a postseason game? There's three or four pitchers compared to eight or nine is a lot less. Yep. And that's that's part of the reason why bullpenning doesn't work in postseason games. And like with the Dodgers, at least I, I do have to give them a little bit more props than the Rays and the Brewers in that in game five, they were willing to use Scherzer. But he, and we all know, there's a reason why his nickname is Mad Max. He, if he knew that he would be able to go out there or even have the slightest chance, he would have gone out there for game six. Mind you, he was in game five of the division series in relief, started game two on two days rest. So uh, game two of the NLCS, of course. So... I mean, that was actually a little bit too aggressive, but also, too, Dave Roberts was trying to get cute with some of the managerial moves. Oh, let's start Corey Knable. Oh, the next day, let's start Corey Knable. Oh, let's start Joe Kelly. No. Run run your starting pitcher out there. You have the only 20-game winner in all of baseball on your team. You have Max Scherzer on your team. How about you let them go six, seven innings and go more than 90 pitches? Yeah, I, I'm, I think what we saw this postseason was, you know, and, and I think back to Madison Bumgarner with the Giants, you know, and I think it was against the Royals when he would just keep coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. And would, yeah, you know, and, and then it kind of became cute to do that with your starting pitching. Oh, well, we need, we need this to happen. And I wonder if this postseason's finally going to be the one that people go, maybe that's not such a good idea. Maybe that's something that we need to actually say, if we're going to use a starting pitcher, we actually use him at the start. And yes, if he can go two innings, fine. But you know what? There's, and, and Max said this during the broadcast, he said there's a different mindset coming out of the bullpen versus starting a game. And if you've got a guy who has started every game this year, if you know he's only going to be able to give you two innings, give him the two innings to start the game and then go into whatever you need to do. But don't wait till the seventh inning and then bring him out and try to be cute like that. I agree. And the thing is, too, like with Madison Bumgarner, he's uh, mind you, for that year for the Giants, he started the wild card game. They were a wild card team against the Pirates. How far have they fallen? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he shut out the Pirates, struck out 10, four hit, uh, four hit shutout, 109 pitches. He That was October 1st. His next appearance is on October 6th, regular rest. 
Game three against the Nationals in the division series. Seven innings, six hits, three runs, two earned. 92 pitches. Then since the Giants won, he started game one of the NLCS against the Cardinals. Seven and two-thirds of shutout innings. Uh, 112 pitches. Game five against the Cardinals on the 16th. So, again, regular rest for this. Eight innings, three hits. That was only 98 pitches. Or three runs, I should say, not hits. Five hits, three runs. He starts game one of the World Series. Seven innings, one run, 106 pitches. Game five, regular rest. Game one was regular rest as well. Nine innings of shutout ball, no walks, eight punch outs, 117 pitches. But then on two days rest, he comes in game seven of the World Series against the Royals. Five shutout innings, did not walk a batter, allowed two hits, had 68 pitches. Bruce Bocci managed like he wanted to win game seven of the World Series. Yeah. And guess what? He won game seven of the World Series. There's a and, reason why he's going to be a Hall of Fame manager. Because he acted like he wanted to win. Craig Council doesn't act like he wants to win. Kevin Cash doesn't act like he wants to win. Aaron Boone doesn't act like he wants to win. Now, you could say maybe it's not them. It's the front office. But guess what? Like with Corbin Burns, oh, he, he can't go on three days rest. Well, guess what? Now he's got three months of rest. Off you go. The, the deal <laughs> is that. That year, Madison Bumgarner in the postseason. I mean, he was amazing. He was something special for sure. And I wonder if Madison Bumgarner had been pitching in the 2021 postseason, would a manager have allowed him to go that deep into those games? Yeah. Despite being dominant, I know he was dominant. But would we have said in the head, oh, gosh, he's thrown six innings already. I mean, man, you know – should, should he stay in there? I mean, you know, I, I think that that's what we've gotten into in the baseball postseason is that we try, you know, to use your word to be too cute. And, and when you have a bullpen and you've got a seven, eight, nine, like the Braves do now, that's a different story. I mean, those guys have been dominant. And again, you know, former Rocky Tyler Matzik is one of those guys. But they've got that down pat. And again, their roles were defined. They knew this is your inning. This is when you're going to be coming in. They're not going to throw Tyler Matzik out there as an opener. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And then the other thing I think you have to look at, and uh, well, actually, before I do that, another example of like with Kevin Cash not managing to win World Series last year. Yep. Game six. In an elimination game, he has his ace, Blake Snell, go out there. Two hits, one run, five and a third innings. He has 73 pitches. Pulls him out. Yep. Now, if he had, okay, let's say he had 103 pitches. I I would still say push him, but, I mean, that's, that's a little bit more understanding. But, okay, does is Nick Anderson a better reliever or better pitcher in, in that moment than Blake Snell is? The answer is no. And the oh. answer was no, because entering that postseason, uh, ent- entering game six, Nick Anderson had a 552 postseason ERA. 
And that's, that's the thing like with the Dodgers. Okay. Is Max Scherzer in inning seven or eight at 90 pitches? Is he better than we'll say Alex Vesia or Phil Bickford? They've had great years, but are they better than Max Scherzer? No. There's your answer. Do you need to pull them or not? No. Now, if, if my starter is going strong, I pull a Madison Bumgarner and say, you're going back out there. And we know all the fallout from Blake Snell. I mean, that was still a hot topic heading into this season when Snell was now with the Padres. Was just, you know, and, and there were some jokes on social media and everything else about him getting pulled early and everything else. And there should have been. Uh, and, and I thought that that might have maybe swayed heading into this season, but I still don't know that it did. I still think that we saw guys get pulled. You know, I was at the wild card game uh, at Dodger Stadium, uh, Cardinals Dodgers. And I remember when Dave Roberts came out to get the ball from Max Scherzer. And Scherzer shook his hand instead of handing him the ball, yeah. you know, trying to stay in the game. And, and I agree with you, unless you're pulling out a Kenley Jansen, who is like locked and loaded Kenley Jansen. Is there another guy in that bullpen you trust more to get out of a jam than Max Scherzer? I'm not sure that that's the case or else you wouldn't have traded for him. Yeah. And with Corbin Burns and he, he started game one, six innings, two hits of shutout ball had 91 pitches. Now they were fortunate enough to win two to one, but that was another instance of, okay, he's thrown 91 pitches and he's thrown six shutout innings for you. And you're pulling him for Adrian Hauser who gave up a run. That's uh, that. And that's, that's the antithesis of this is, and uh, this get uh, I haven't done one in a while, but I think this can qualify for a rant of the podcast. Oh yeah. Of you, do you want to win or not? Obviously, you don't, because Adrian Hauser is not better than Corbin Burns. He pitched well this year. Yeah, ten and six, three twenty-two ERA, twenty-eight games, twenty-six starts for Hauser. But Burns could very well win the NL Cy Young Award. Yeah. Yeah, ask our friends are reviewing the brew who they'd rather have in that situation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's take a quick break here. Uh, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about those Braves being in the World Series. Should we be rooting for them as Rockies fans? Let's talk about that after the break here on the Rocks Pile Rockies Report. And we are back. Rockstar Rockies report. Kevin Henry here alongside my friend and colleague, co-expert Noah Yingling. Noah, we've already seen it come out. We've already had the question be asked. Who should Rockies fans be rooting for in the World Series? To me, it's a no-brainer. I think that you've got to root for Atlanta. I I think that there are too many connections there with Walt Weiss, Eric Young, uh, Tyler Matzik. I think that there's way too many connections there, but I know that there is that whole, but the chop, but the Braves, but the, but the, and I'm of the opinion that you can root for players without completely agreeing with the uniform that they put on. Yeah, completely. I I am of that opinion. You know, I, I will tell you this as a baseball guy, I like Dusty Baker. I really do. 
Do I agree with everything the Astros have done in the past? No, not in any way, shape, or form. Oh, God, no. But, would it, but at the end of the day, would it still be cool for Dusty Baker to actually get a World Series ring? Yeah, it actually would for a baseball fan like me. Yes. Yeah. So I think that we've got to, you know, and, and there's a whole other tangent I want to get on here in just a minute, but I, I think that you're going to hear the tomahawk chop. You're going to hear that, and it's not going to stop. I don't care what you tweet. I don't care what you protest. I don't care what you do. The Braves themselves have not changed that. They're not going to change that in the postseason. So if you want to mute your TVs when that comes on, do it. But I think that you've got to realize that that is going to be a part of things there, and is that going to keep you from rooting for Tyler Matzik to win a World Series ring? Which is the lesser of two evils here? The tomahawk chop or still the uh, Altuve, Correa, you know, did they cheat? You know, all this stuff that goes on. Yeah. And the thing is, too, and I'm going to go on another rant here. Um, Twitter is not real life. I'm sorry to break this to millions of people, Um, but you tweeting your anger about an issue that that that's totally fine you're allowed to do it and it doesn't mean that what they do isn't bad but it's going to do nothing and it's unfortunately it's like that on a lot of things you can voice your opinion on different things and you're you're allowed to do that we are in a free country absolutely it doesn't mean that a people have to listen to it b people have to take it seriously or c really they don't have to do anything because guess what you're just somebody on twitter yeah you you may be a fan you may buy their merchandise you know it goes back to the whole boycott of the rockies earlier this year yeah we don't like the way dick moffert's running the team so we're not going to spend money okay yeah that's cool that's your choice but guess what there's going to be plenty of people that show up at 20th and blake every night to watch a baseball game And if that's not you, that's your choice. But don't sit here and think that, oh, well, well, they've got to change that. They they don't. Yeah, they don't. Do do I personally agree with it? I'll I'll be honest. I don't. But but does it make me mad and maybe go, oh, no. I mean, it's part. I mean, I've watched Braves games since they were the Superstation WTBS way back in the day, guys. And guess what? Chief Nakahoma was out there. Doing his home run dance. I mean, it's it's part of who that name is. We've seen the Indians in Cleveland change their name this year. We saw them go away from Chief Wahoo. We we know all of that. But this postseason, as a Rockies fan, you have to decide which is the lesser of two evils in your mind. And for me personally, Tyler Matzik, Walt Weiss, Eric Young is a big enough story to get past all of that that isn't going to be changed. And that's one thing if the Astros didn't have the cheating scandal or anything like that, but they did. And that that's the thing with the lesser of two evils. But another point, too, that I'd like to make is people, especially in the social media world, think, okay, for example, You and I, Kevin, we usually agree on a lot of stuff, but 
oh, you think player X is a good player and I don't. Okay. And that, that, that's the joke on the podcast. You're a bad person. Okay. Right. You agree with me when, on 99.9% of things, but not 100. Uh, you're a bad person. Sorry. It, those are the rules. No, yeah. it's, it's not like that. You can uh, disagree with people and not have to uh, insult their views. And whether it's, whether you think it's morally right or wrong, like you said, you don't think that the tomahawk chop is good, but that doesn't mean like their fans or even there's some people that do it. Okay. They, they might not be, that might not be their shining hour in the opinion of some people, but that's, that's not the full picture. Yeah. And that's why Twitter is not real life. It's a little snapshot of, Oh, I have this opinion. Oh, I like this politician. Oh, oh, no, you're a bad person. No, not necessarily. Well, and and speaking of politics, we we do need to also discuss a little bit of the elephant in the room because it's already come up a couple of times again on that Twitterverse and and a few other places. As we know, earlier this year, the All Star Game was moved from Atlanta to Denver. We know the backlash that there was because of that. I'm not going to get into was it right, was it wrong, why it happened. We all can Google that and find out ourselves. But there's already that talk of, well, it's okay for the World Series to be there, but it's not okay for the All-Star Game to be there. Yep. Whenever we know that there's going to be a lot more attention worldwide, even with Shohei Otani being in that All-Star Game, a lot more attention worldwide on Atlanta in the world series than there would have been the midsummer classic this year. You know why it's called the world series. Exactly. <laughs> I hate to tell you. They are the world all-star game. No, if it's the world, all-star game, let's just have all the good people playing. If you're a bad person, <laughs> sorry, no, you can't, you, don't be there, in Denver. There are Japanese fans who will watch this game, even though Otani's not in it. There'll be Venezuelans. There'll be Dominicans. There'll be, as you said, a world audience for this. And so Rockies fans, I'm just going to tell you, you're going to get asked or there will come a time that you're going to want to respond back to something about the Braves getting the, the, all, the World Series and not the All-Star game. And again, just think about it. it. Is what you say going to change that person's opinion or change the location of the World Series? It's not. No. It's not going to. So well, guess what? There's people that don't like uh, the government in Texas. But guess what? The Astros have been and, and they don't like the people that run the Astros. And sure. guess what? They're in the World Series this year. They were in the championship last year. They were in the World Series the year before. They were in the championship the year before that. And they won the World Series before mm-hmm. that. So the last five years. They have been one of the top two teams in the American League. So in theory, they are one of the top four teams in baseball in the last five years. And guess what? You, me, anybody on Twitter saying, I don't like the Astros. I don't like the, they don't care. I'll be Stephen A. Smith here. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. We don't care. That's essentially the point. You know, I, I would dare say that they feed off that. Oh, absolutely. they love that, uh, you know, and I think it was Correa that has come out and said, yeah, we feed off your booze. 
Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. why Alex Cora told uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, shout out. Yeah. I know how they work. I used to work for them. Yeah. Bye. Sometimes that's best. Sometimes it's not. And believe yeah. me, there are plenty of times where it's not. And that doesn't mean that, like I said, it doesn't mean you shouldn't have an opinion or you shouldn't voice your opinion. Right. But that doesn't I, mean that, oh, because I have this opinion. If you differ from me, you're a bad person. I am always of the belief that all opinions are welcome, but not all will be heard. Correct. You can have your opinion. Bingo. You can take it to the grave with you. That's perfectly fine. But does it mean that you have to push your opinion onto me or onto anybody else? No, no. <laughs> you know. All right. Let let's let's take all that aside and and let's talk for just a minute about this series because honestly, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting series. I really do. The way that Houston's pitching turned it up against the Red Sox at the end of the ALCS, I am fascinated to see if Atlanta can find enough firepower to not only outslug the Astros, but also get past them at Houston pitching. And heading into this, that's a huge question in my mind. Yeah, and that's what it always comes down to. And what did we just spend the first segment talking about? the use of pitching and how pitching would be. I mean, is Zach Greinke going to be available for a start? Lance McCullers is not going to be available, but when he was available, he was, he was their best starter. Um, is Valdez, is he going to be, is, is he going to be as effective as he was in the regular season? Or is it going to be more like how he has been in the postseason? where like, for example, well, in the division series, he had one start, he gave up four runs and four and a third innings. But in the championship, he had 10 and two thirds innings and he gave up only three earned runs. So I'll be interested to see with that. I, I think when healthy, Houston is a better team. And, but in the regular season, they, they did have a better record than the Braves. But I think the Braves are, they're more of a well-rounded team in with the pitching staff, but also it's the Houston Astros. Yeah. And like I just said, when they, they feed off of the booze and all that. And back to the opinion thing with in Truist park, there's going to be trash cans. There's going to oh, be yeah. chaining cheater. Um, there's going to be booze. And guess what? Is that going to help? The Braves, probably not. They've they faced that for years now, for games now. I mean, I will never forget the guy banging the trash can outside of Coors Field last year when no fans were allowed in there, but the Astros were playing. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's incredible to me. Uh, but they feed off of it. And, and I think that they have been there. They've done that. And, and I think that, that that you also don't overlook the fact of being in a World Series matters in the next World Series. Yeah. And the uh, perhaps a more interesting tidbit that we'll see a little bit more light after the World Series is that next year, Dusty Baker, assuming he's still the Astros manager because he does not have a contract after this year, 
but he will, even if he's not with the Astros, he will likely be managing the American League in the All-Star game next year. The All-Star game that's being held at Dodger Stadium. Yes, bingo. And that's what some fans were hoping to have, a Astros-Dodgers thing. But with Dusty Baker as well, you have to consider 40 years ago, he played with the Dodgers. More than 40 years ago, he played with the Braves, actually, because he started out as a member of the Braves, and he played with Tony La Russa. He had played with uh, Hank Aaron. He played with Phil Necro, a bunch of the other old Braves. So, I mean, it, it will be a very interesting World Series in a lot of different ways, the managerial cool. stuff with him and Brian Snitker. They combined their age is a lot, and they will be the oldest. Uh, the combination of their ages will be the oldest of all MLB managers in the World Series in World Series history. Yeah. And, you know, again, we, we've talked a little bit about the Rockies connections, but there's what will Freddie Friedman do? Will Rosario keep hitting? You know, I mean, there's there's so many questions that have nothing to do with the Rockies connection. And, and again, you know, you spoke of Dusty Baker in the contract. Let's not forget about Mr. Freeman as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. what's going to happen? Is this going to be his swan song? Is this Correa's last dance with the Astros? I mean, there, there's a lot of interesting uh, little underlying storylines, too. Yeah. And with the Braves, too. And we had an article on this. Uh, I should say Kevin did. Um, it was at the beginning of September on our sister site called The Pen. Um, about, and we talked with Eric Young on, um, mm-hmm. their outfield acquisitions and yeah. how their general manager, Alex Anthopoulos, uh, decided right at the end of the trade deadline. Okay. Ozuna's out and Acuna's out. So we we're going to have to turn to some other people and guess what? He acquired Jorge Soler, who is actually out part of the postseason mm-hmm. due to COVID. He acquired Adam Duvall. He acquired Jack Peterson. And he acquired Eddie Rosario. Rosario was not great in the to start off with the Braves, but he really picked it up towards the end and carried it off into the postseason. And the thing is, when they acquired him, he was on the injured list. So uh, uh, talk about a risk of, yeah. okay, we need an outfielder because we've got guys out or injured right now. So let's, let's acquire an injured guy and, and let's see how it goes. Worked out well, didn't it? It did. He, he was the NLCS MVP as he I'd hit 560. I'd say it worked out pretty well. I mean, what Rosario has been able to do, the whole Jock Peterson pearls thing, you know, I mean, I mean, there have been little things like that that you didn't expect that always turn into storylines. And it's fun to watch these things kind of blow up a little bit, especially in this day and age where you get every story from every angle dissected a hundred million times. So. And uh, sometimes, sometimes that's great. Sometimes it's, it's like, I, I, I think about it in a television sense of, like you were mentioning with the Superstation, when you grew up, 
there was five ten stations. You were a there's five yeah. ten thousand stations. One you, you were a Braves or a Cubs fan. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it was. <laughs> with you being in Oklahoma and there no other team yeah. there. Yeah, I was one of those two. But you had five or ten stations at the time. Now you have five or ten thousand stations, and a you wonder why ratings are lower. It's because there's more stuff out there. But then also too, the quality of stuff is not as good as it used to be because, like for the news, you had half an hour, maybe an hour of news a day. And now you have numerous news networks running 24 seven. Yep. They run the same stories because there's not that much news. <laughs> it's the truth. Well, we're going to be watching the world series. I know so many of uh, you who listen to this podcast will be doing that as well. Obviously we're going to be breaking down some of the key moments. Uh, we will probably be chiming in some on Twitter. One thing that I think uh, no and I can be safe to say is that, in the off season, when it's kind of quiet for the Rockies, we're not going to get on Twitter a ton. There's no reason for us to tweet out something that. In we're case all you haven't together. found out in the last 32 minutes, neither one of us are huge fans of Twitter. No, <laughs> you know it's it's one of those things. We know a lot of you are. We appreciate you following us, but it's also something that we we usually tweet out something that's actually you know has some meat to it rather than just. Or oh, sometimes we'll tweet dead. out something funny, but yeah. Yeah, we don't. So, but we will be watching the World Series. We will have some analysis. We will bring out the Rockies connections. And here's the cool thing, Noah. I know and you know that as the World Series draws to an end, that means that the offseason can actually begin. And some of these awards can get out there. Will Ryan McMahon win the gold glove? Little will Herman Marquez get that last possibly NL silver slugger as a pitcher? Little things like that that I'm very curious to see, as well as of course, where the heck that guy Trevor Story lands. And I mean there's gonna be a lot of stuff this offseason. As we've said before, we will have plenty of content on the site and on the podcast here um in the coming months, especially starting after the World Series. Yep. Um and I will preface it by thanking the head of Rockies PI. Uh, P, PI. Uh, he, he's a private investigator for the Rockies. Um, <laughs> PR guy, Corey Little. And yep. he will be helping us a lot throughout the offseason. So yep. we will preface that with a big thank you to him. Absolutely. Lots of good stuff coming. So keep an eye. Rockspile.com, at RocksPileFS on Twitter. And for my friend and colleague, Noah Yingling, this is Kevin Henry signing off. And as always, go Rockies. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.